0: This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be we're gonna Gary Vaynerchuk,
1: for those of you that might not know, started on Wine Library TV as a YouTuber, helped b- build his family's business from 3 to 60 million, as if that wasn't enough, started VaynerMedia, which that's where we're at right now, and is a New York Times bestselling author. Just wrote his fourth book, Ask Gary V. Go check it out and great speaker. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Thank you. You know, do, do you ever use that title, YouTuber? I don't, only because I made a crucial mistake, everybody. Well, you know, it's tough because the people I did it with are amazing, but in uh, I started Wine Library TV in 2006, yeah. February 2006, almost 2005-ish. Um, I started a YouTube show, wine show, made me quite internet famous. But I moved from YouTube to Vidler. Mm-hmm. Vidler. There was a lot of startups at the time and Vidler made a very lucrative opportunity for me where I owned a nice piece of the company and I made a businessman decision. I had a lot of other things going on for me on Twitter and other places. So I felt like I could give up the branding of what YouTube was gonna bring. But no question, one of the bigger mistakes, I mean, when I think back to starting the Ask Gary Vee Show only, you know, 18 months ago and only having 40,000 subscribers yeah. in a world where on Vidler I had 400,000 yeah. viewers Crazy. on Wine Library TV, I left a lot, a lot on the table. You know, if I don't make that move, no question, in my Wikipedia, in my career, I could have probably been considered one of the first ever YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I was, but I left too soon. I left YouTube by 2007. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I do think of myself that way. Yeah. YouTube and Twitter changed my life. Yeah. I'm so pumped that so many people followed my book and became huge YouTubers. Yep. I mean, yep. it's mainly about YouTube and Twitter. Yep. Um, but I don't take credit for it because my actions moved away from it.
1: Well, you know, you should take credit for the hustle because you came back and your, your name is huge and maybe even more so in a specific I want to say niche but really in an industry right yes. uh, digital marketing yes. online media social media That's can right. you talk about that because you know one thing that yeah. people um, get hung up on are subscribers and views right yes. now don't get me wrong your subscribers are really amazing uh, you got great fans oh, but it,
0: but where you're going and I'll get right to the punchline yep. I don't first of all I'm not even sure how many uh, subscribers on YouTube I have but my intuition is it's under 200,000 I know that to be fact so I built my brand as a thought leader, as an executor, as an investor in this digital arena. And my you know, even though I have 1.2 million followers on Twitter and I have some nice size following on other places, none of my following count is even remotely close to the financial impact that I have, right? Mm-hmm. So I get paid millions of dollars in advances to write books. This company is a hundred million dollar a year business. Yep. Um, it's helped grow my family wine business. There's a bunch of wine here, uh, you know, <laughs> by by leaps and bounds. And so you're right. And, and I know that a lot of you make ad revenue and lots, seven figures on ad revenue from YouTube, other things of that nature, but I've gone down the path of having influence on the cover of business magazines, television, it's three. It's truly 360. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've made my money not by the arbitrage of the ad revenue or some of the product placements, I've gone about it by going out and building businesses on the platform so most of my behavior, you know, for example, I know I'm bouncing here a little bit, that's how that's I roll, okay. guys. Do it. If I was worried about subscribers, I would spend a year going and doing collaborations. Yep. Like yep. I have permission because of my relationships and I have a lot of them. I can easily get to. I spend time with YouTube, I spend time with Google and Facebook and I'm not worried about that. Though I don't say that you don't have to, it's the path I chose. Yep. Um, but I do think that when you think bigger and not just the next subscriber or the or the next product placement or how much yeah. ad revenue, you do open up your opportunity to much bigger things. If you've got the capabilities like I had as a business person, for some people, what your capability is, is being a creative. Mm-hmm. And I do think the ecosystem of YouTube and other platforms is great for those people because they're doing the business sense thing that other thing that let's say I do, as a businessman
1: absolutely and I think the one thing that my wife Judy and myself learned the most from you is about engagement the community so can you talk about that because regardless of all that it's how close your fans feel to you and tell us about that and why
0: depth versus width you know, I sold 100,000 copies of my book the first week. There's a lot of people that came out with bigger audiences, bigger stars, and they didn't because people actually care about me. As you know, and I talked a lot about and crush it, and I followed up a book two years later called The Thank You Economy, Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else besides the people on the other side of these cameras. Yeah. You know, if they care about you, then you win. And I and I look at things like the Grateful Dead or the Rolling Stones or Fish. Like they don't have the biggest fans, but they have fans that travel, yeah. care the most. Diehards. WWF wrestling. Totally. Like like if you look at economics and business, my friends, you know you could have one subscriber. That subscriber could be Oprah Winfrey and that impact of that yeah. subscriber can make you so much more, bring you so much more, whatever you're going for. And so I think community engagement and actually acknowledging people leaving comments and replying, I mean I was up at Snapchat to one o'clock in the morning last night just replying, using the new features, yeah. replying. Yeah. I think it's imperative. I, I would never take that for granted. I think if you're a digital influencer or, or somebody that's building a little bit of mojo, the number one thing you can do is thank the people that are leaving comments. I spend a lot of time in my Instagram comments right now. Um, Judy,
1: please, to segue, after she read your book, she literally was up till two or three in the morning just responding reply. to comments.
0: And that's why people liked her. Tweets. That's why it, especially,
1: did. yeah, during a time when Twitter was like the thing, right? I um, so I, I know, I mean, you're, you're singing to the choir here. I mean, we just, we feel this and we believe it. So thank you so much it for that. And it works.
0: And what I've noticed from you guys from afar, because I've paid attention, I've, we've been well, thank talking you. a long time at this. <laughs> (laughs) point, you guys haven't gone away from it. And too many people get a little bass and then they stop because it becomes overwhelming. Look, there was a time where I responded to every single tweet in 2008 to 2011. And that took me till two in the morning. It's amazing how many
1: people I meet that say that. They're like, oh yeah, I've been DM'd or he replied me, yeah.
0: And I was able to, now because of Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook comments and YouTube and, and the podcast, I can't get to them all. I'm one human, I don't want somebody else to do it. But I do think that, uh, I think it's achievable. Yep, oh, here's Mike, thank you Mike.
1: Nice. Health and fitness. Totally, lean and mean. Do you want to take a break? And no, take a break? no, 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 okay. You know, a lot of people want to build their influence, right, or they already have an influence. Maybe they're a business person. Uh, what advice do you have for people wanting to start utilizing online video to be able to build a passion into a business or a lifestyle?
0: First you have to understand, and I've seen your guys' stuff, you guys actually had, and she had the ability to do it. It's okay if you're not good in front of the camera, Believe it or not, I'm throwing you for a curveball. You don't have to do video. You have to find your medium. So for example, voice is really interesting to me. A lot of you watching right now, were meant to be radio stars, not television stars. Mm -hmm. And between Anchor and SoundCloud and smart technology into podcasts, there's so much for so many of you that are shy. Like, I see the camera and I wanna wanna eat it. I wanna be in it. I love it. But for so many, this is the right place for them to be. And so I would say that before I give you advice on what to do on video, you can decide is video the right medium for you yeah, okay. For example some of you are incredible writers and the blog and medium.com ironically and other things of that nature that could be the right thing for you. But if video is right if you feel comfortable or if you want to climb that mountain you want to chip away and get better at it, I don't think there's any bigger or better medium.
1: Absolutely. For people wanting to get into this, they decide this is what they want to do, or current YouTubers or online video influencers, yes. what what do you see happening as some of the biggest opportunities, both now
0: and in the future? Snapchat and Musical.ly, for everybody who's watching right now, is very important. You've got to start creating content, you've got to build a presence. Number two, a lot of you are missing this, and I talk to a lot of people on Snapchat, on on Vine, on Instagram, and on YouTube. And a lot of people, I know a lot of you don't know who I am, but for the ones that do, just like you, a lot of people come to me for advice because they know that I can 360 their business, not just what they're doing. There's a misunderstanding, and I'm really glad we get this moment on this show, thinking about who's probably watching. This is the world. You don't graduate to Hollywood. You don't graduate to television. Guys, this is the television. The television's the radio, and it's 1965. That's what makes you human, right? It's not only what makes you human, yes, but (laughs) it's where the world's going. This is where people are gonna consume, and so, too many people have become big on YouTube and want to go to Hollywood mm-hmm. without realizing they're Hollywood and Hollywood needs to come to them. Yes. And so you need to take back the leverage and realize you're on the right side of history. If you plan on doing this for the next 48 to 72 months, four to six years, right? then stay in this device, but win on all the channels. If you think of the way I do, this is the television, it's 1960s, and YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook are ABC, NBC, CBS, and if you can become a star on all those networks, well then you will win.
1: One of the things that you talk about, especially recently, is self-awareness, which is a perfect time to talk about finding your passion, but being self-aware and how important that is to finding passion and making the decision on moving forward and how to do that.
0: Look, I mean, I wish that I could win on my looks, but I don't, right? Like, we, we, you have to know what you're gonna win on. And too many people want to be a pop singer or a comedian or a pretty face model, and it's just not who they are. Yeah. And too many of you are leaving enormous upside on the table by trying to force a narrative that's romantic in your mind versus what you actually have. Yeah. I could do so many more things to build up my following, but it's not who I am. I know the hacking ways to get more followers, to get more people to know who I am, but I'm a businessman that happens to like understand content a little bit, So I'm never going to be followed by the most, but I'm also, that means not going to sell things I don't believe in. So if you follow all the other entrepreneurs on Instagram, they're selling watches and cash on bed and models and bottles and private planes, and I don't sell that. Because I don't want to get the cheap followers or the cheap engagement. And so when you really are self-aware, when you really know who you are, what it allows you to do is stay in your lanes, not do other things. I can't produce the kind of videos that my buddy Casey can. Yeah, right? Yeah. I can't, Like, it's just not who I am. And so you stay and you're like, my daily vlog, it's just one exhausting episode of me hustling 24 hours a day, and honestly, <laughs> eventually it's gonna be very repetitive, but I don't care, that's my reality. My reality is I'm a workaholic, who has some talents but wants to show people that if you work really hard, if you want it, then at least you can get the most out of yourself. Not that you're gonna make a billion if you work hard, but the most out of yourself. So I think self-awareness is imperative. It's why I put it in the new book.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. YouTubers traditionally, at least YouTubers like myself Mm -hmm. or my wife, Mm -hmm. have always been like a one-man band which there's nothing wrong with that, but one of the things that you've been able to do successfully is create a team around you to be even more successful maybe, arguably than if you were by yourself. Can you talk about how important it is if you're trying to grow a business or you already are a business, how to create a team to achieve your goals?
0: Way too many of you that actually have something going for yourselves right now are taking the money and buying stuff instead of hiring mm. employees and building your business. Yeah. So if you're, luck, knock on wood, so lucky that you make over $100,000 a year, which is amazing, you could go hire somebody for 35, young person who can afford, they not an old person, but like, you know, cliche, somebody that can afford 35, that's an amazing camera person or an amazing editor and can take your game up, but what happens is young and just uh, non-experienced business people are like, wait a minute! I made a hundred. Let me, I take that home, and I'm going to buy this new picture, or this new watch, or this new car. And you're not investing in your business. Whereas if you took that 35, if you took 65 home. But you had that 35, next year you're gonna make 210 instead of 132.
1: 35 would get you a D rock, right? 100%.
0: Right? There is an enormous amount of young talented video or editing talent out there that is coming out of school that instead of getting some jobs that they don't want, would love to go work and be a one-man or one-woman shop video editing production for a YouTuber that then helps scale the YouTuber. Because with Wine Library TV, it was me and my camera guy, Mott. We just sat and people thought it was my mom because they just say "ma," let's set it down. And they're like, "Your mom," because it sounds like "ma," yeah, but yeah. But he was like our IT guy at Wine Library. We had like a three hundred like a two hundred dollar canon. There was no editing. I don't know if you know this, yeah. if any of you ever seen it, we just film it, yeah. rip it, and yeah. post it. There was yeah. no editing. Yeah. With D-Rock, now with Daily V, there's real editing yeah. and music, and I'm like, oh, this is a whole different game. Yeah,
1: a whole different swagger. Yes. Now I love what you said about hiring somebody right out of school. Yes. On my food channel, Benjamin TV, yes. I was editing, I was a one man band forever, right? I put out onto my YouTube channel, hey, I would like to work with a video for someone that edits, right? 17-year-old kid out of high school was the best person and literally- Because talent is talent. Literally, The last two years, he's been putting out uh, content on my channel that kicks my content's ass. Like literally the best stuff, 17 years old, right? And also, I want to uh, uh, piggyback on that because you talk about this as well. They would love the opportunity to mentor under someone like yourself or to like learn about you know this new venture or this. Are new, you kidding? You know, that guy
0: Mike that walked in here, my next health person, I'm gonna charge them because his online business <laughs> exploded yeah, yeah. under my watch as I'm paying him to be my health coach. Yeah. For sure. There's so many ways to exchange value with people, right? There's money, there's opportunity, there's mentorship. As long as two people it's like any relationship. I you know, I'm sure the way your wife and you live your guys' life, yes. I'm sure there's friends or acquaintances that can judge from afar. It's sure. very different. Absolutely. It's not the traditional Especially way Especially in
1: Seattle where it's not like common. Of course, place of to course.
0: Like I would never tell somebody how to act in their work life balance in a relationship or how to raise their kids. Yeah. And that's how I feel about business relationships. If somebody wants to go work for free because they just wanna have fun and they come from a wealthy background. Yeah. God bless, I didn't know that. I'm not gonna judge you for not paying the kid, or if somebody wants to get overpaid, who knows? But there's always somebody on the other side of the camera that you yeah. can talk to. There's a line of 10 or 15 people that are willing to edit or become their Snapchat person, or be the designer for the Snapchat filters for that person. There's just so much amazing talent out there yeah. that's one ask away from your next YouTube video that can bring enormous people to you. So this next
1: question actually comes from a viewer that actually you may or may not know Alejandro Reyes from the Seattle area and he sent in this question to me and this is what he says Gary since you're the master storyteller how much of someone's story uh, they share online should be aspirational. I think you buying the jets. That's a, that's a story that you've been talking about for several years, yes. and I think your audience, myself included, can't wait to be a part of your story <laughs> when you make it happen.
0: Uh-huh, that's a great question. I, look, I think I think more than aspirational, it has to be real. Mm. The fact that my sixth grade class. Mates can come on Facebook, as I've seen recently, and say, he was saying this in sixth grade, that's more important than if it was aspirational. Yeah. More important than you're gonna change the world or buy a sports team, or whatever your ambition is, is it's gotta be true. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And,
0: and I think truth trumps everything, and I think what's really worked for me is, there's no hyper growth, you know, I know in 17 years I'm gonna make a video On virtual reality and contact lenses, that's going to be my most viral moment, and it'll put me on the map overnight. Like Obama gave his talk at the, you know, and that propelled him to press. Like you know, just these moments, right? A viral moment. I know I have it in me, and I know exactly what's going to happen in 17 years. When 96% of America discovers me, everyone's going to be like, "Oh, he's an overnight success." It happened overnight. Yeah. yeah, but it's gonna be 40 years in the making. Yeah. And so, I think truth is what allows that. Like, for example, we're sitting here today. This creates some awareness. We would not be we would not be sitting here today if I was full of crap and not a good guy. Absolutely. You had a, you, you've dug, we've DM'd, yeah, absolutely. right? Yeah. Sure, I could inspire you and good things come came from it, but if yeah. you DM'd me and said this is what's happened, or if we didn't interact back and forth, or if I would've just said buzz off, I'm busy. Yeah. Like,
1: No, I wouldn't have even tried.
0: Correct. And so I think the truth is the truth is the truth. And so I recommend to everybody watching a couple things. One, be patient. Patience. Your your life is long. Whether you're 18, 32, or 71, you've got more time than you think. You just do. I think number two, make pretend your whole life is being on the record. Every one of my actions, I may pretend all this is happening. Even when I know it's not happening. Because that person can go tell somebody and that becomes your reputation. And number three, the truth is the truth. Don't make up stuff. I've been yelling at a lot of kids saying, I'm a business coach or I'm this, when you're not. I don't don't force my aspiration, I've always been ambitious. I don't fake the funk and say that I know stuff. I, I, I stay in my lane and I think staying in your lane is very, very important. Anything you want to leave the audience with? One life. One, the greatest thing that I'm scared of is regret. As I meet people that are older and older and older and I spend a lot of time with the 90 year olds, uh, they always talk about the things they didn't do. We are living through the greatest era ever. We're all so lucky that we have the internet for distribution, the YouTubes, and Snapchats of the world. Take advantage of them. Put it all on the field. Hey podcast peeps, I know you're uh, a listener, but are you a watcher? Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Vee. the daily V, the best business vlog on earth.